Are you happy? Or are you miserable? Are you wanting to make a change? Are you accepting average and that's okay? Or are you wanting something more for your life or you have more in your life? Uh, There are some people that win, they achieve, they're champions, they're disciplined, they uh, have goals and they achieve them and they set more goals and they keep achieving them and they seem to wake up every day with a purpose. And the reason I'm asking the question is there's a lot of people who chat to me on a day-to-day basis in they're in that full range. They're either at rock bottom and hate it, they have an average life and they, they may be a little bit uncomfortable with average but they're scared to make a change. And there's some people that are just, they're loving their life, but they just want to do more. So they might be a business person who comes to Max to become an exercise professional because they want to learn how the human body works. Or they're an exercise professional who loves how the human body works, but they want to have a successful business. So one of the questions that people ask me all the time is how do I uh, get out of a position that I'm in that I don't like? And if I'm in a position that I do like, how do I keep getting better? And I study this every day of my life. I'm so re- so passionately, really interested in uh, human psychology, why people do what they do, why they make changes and why they don't, and what's the driving force behind those changes. So I'm going to ask some really personal questions. Of course, you don't have to answer them. But if your life is not tracking in exactly the direction that you want it to track, maybe these are some of the things to consider. So if you're at rock bottom... Uh, it seems that that's where people make change. A lot of people will join a health club, they'll go to a financial planner, they'll go to a relationship coach, they'll, uh, I have to lose weight, I have to get my life sorted because I can't deal with this anymore, it's terrible. And maybe that's a really good motivation. It's been suggested that one of the reasons for success is inspiration or starvation. And if you're in a position where your life is starving of success, happiness, money, uh, a, a job that you love, it might be time to make a change. So it seems that that can be a big reason for change, that life has hit rock bottom. If you're in the middle here where average, comfortable, uh, everything's plodding along okay, uh, it's everything's ordinary, uh, it seems to be that that's a very dangerous position to live your life. And I'm sharing that with you because uh, there's a lot of people that have lived comfortably, comfortably, average, ordinary, I'm, I'm satisfied with ordinary, but they get to 40, 50, 60, look back and go, oh, yuck, look how many years I've wasted because I could have, I should have, I would have, but I didn't. I had a dream, I had a goal, I wanted to do, but I accepted average. I decided it was okay to just live a normal average life. And it's one of the reasons why I hate that word because average by definition is somewhere between the worst and the best. It just means that everything is okay. Uh, And that, how do I, I, I'm very careful because when you associate with, when you talk to, uh, when you study people who are focused, committed, ambitious, want to win, they're champions, they're goal setters and they achieve their goals, Uh, It's very difficult to understand either of those two positions because the people that are constantly striving, uh, even if they hit rock rock bottom, and by the way, a lot of them have, they've got injured so they couldn't play their sport, they've gone broke or bankrupt, Uh, somebody in their life has died that's been really important to them, they've had some terrible challenges, 
but it seems to be the people that are driven and excited about life, even when terrible things happen, they pick themselves up really quickly and get going again. Uh, so it's very difficult for that group of people to understand how you could accept average and how you could accept having a terrible life. And of course, as adults, we get to choose. You, it, it's none of my business what you're doing. It's none of your business how I live my life. We all get to choose as adults. But one of the questions that I always ask is what about our kids? If our kids grow up in a world where everything's terrible, do they accept that and think, well, I can't get out of this and my life is never going to be any better? If our children grow up in a world where everything's average, have a, you know, get a, a nice, safe, secure job, make sure you can pay your bills, make sure that you live a life that's going to keep you alive uh, and you, you wander through life just surviving. Uh, if they haven't got an example of anything different from that, is it possible that they're the people that end up at 60, 70 years of age looking back over their life and thinking, but I could have been... A sports star or I could have been a movie star or I could have been a lawyer or I could have been a doctor but I settled for a lousy stinking rotten job or I just did something that was okay and average uh, and I, I've got to be really careful because it's a headspace that I don't understand and the reason for that is at a very young age I really decided that I wanted to have a pretty special life and I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong, it was just my decision. And I decided at 13, very committed at 13, that I was going to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of my life. I was going to have a career or business that I loved. I was going to be financially free and I was going to have great people in my life. And I really, it was a really a big goal setting decision at a very young age. Uh, and I've lived my life focusing and on that purpose. And it's been an exciting way to live my life. But of course, every day I work with experienced people who are in different headspaces to that. So I've got to be very careful that I don't push people to a place that, de that they don't want to go. But I'm going to ask this question. If uh, there was a scale, and this is not a right or wrong scale, this is just a differentiation scale, meaning it's different. One end to the other is completely different. Not one is right or wrong, just different. And I always ask this question of all of the people that talk to me about where their life is at at the moment, or people who, who are confused about what they want out of life, or what direction should I go in. So the first question is, on this differentiation scale, at this end is, I want to uh, have a career or business that I like. I want to be financially secure, so I've got a nice house, I've got a nice car, I can go on holidays, I can eat out at restaurants, I can wear nice clothes, I can send my children to nice schools. I want to have a nice, comfortable life. And for a lot of people, that is a big dream, to be able to live like that, to be financially secure enough to have all the things that most people want in their life. So that's that end of the scale. This end of the scale, and by the way, this is the Business Diploma Trophy at Max, I just thought I'd share it with you. I get a major, major appreciation of life to be able to give one of these to people because it means they've worked really hard on having a career or business that they love. Anyway, that's just a side note. So this end of the scale is I want to have a nice, safe, comfortable life and have everything's, everything's covered off. It's like financial freedom. At this end of the scale is I want to change the world. 
something that I have in my headspace. And there's all different ways to do that. Of course, it might be an invention, a creation, a song, a movie. Uh, you're a sports person. You want to start a business. You want to uh, change the the way we we drive, we eat, we uh, use petrol or or, uh, or gas. There's a whole heap of reasons why people have wanted to change the world. And there, there's a lot of people who are on the path to do that. And there's a lot of people that have changed the world, literally. There's been people in your and my lifetime and before, obviously, that they made a decision that what I'm going to do is going to change how we do things. And they did, <laughs> literally. And the, the couple that come to mind, of course, are is the Apple Corporation, where the way we listen to music and the way we talk on the phone is completely different. They've changed the world. And the uh, Google folks, where the, the way we live is completely different because the Google company exists. And I just use those two as an example. Uh, there's the, the Ford Motor Company, which is why we drive cars. Uh, there's the people who invented electricity, the people who invented printing, the people who invented the internet. These people all changed our lives, the whole world. And that's what I'm asking you. Do you have inside your heart, your soul, your head, your driving force, your passion, uh, there's something that you want to do that will change the world. Uh, and there's lots of things that need changing. Yeah, We've got a lot of challenges in the world. And I wake up every day with a passion and a drive and a desire for the world to be healthy. Now, I used to have the, in fact, the Max mission statement used to be to positively change the health and fitness of the world. And that's not to say that I don't uh, want that anymore. I definitely want it. <laughs> But I understand there's a big difference between wanting something and actually it being possible. And I'm very hesitant to use the word impossible, but I'm also very understanding that for people to be healthy, fit and strong, they have to want that. And I can't force people to want that. Uh, the world needs to be healthy, fit and strong. There's no, no doubt about that, huh? But not everybody wants to be. Some people like to smoke and some people really have no challenge with being overweight. And there's some people that... Uh, they get they get a horrible disease and they just go to the doctor and get some medication or have an operation and they, they use a different method other than being healthy, fit and strong. So the reason I share that with you is uh, I still wake up every day with a driving force and passion, which is to live the example of being healthy, fit and strong so that the world can see that it's possible. So I'm going to go back to my scale here. Here is a positive, happy successful financially free life here is i've done something to change the world and anywhere in the middle of that scale is i've done something special for my world so it might be for my family for my community for my country uh, for the government for the um, public health organizations in my country but I've done something that's added value to the world not just my personal life so the differentiation scale is i've got a great life what I've done has made the world a better place, which is the other end of the scale. And in between that there is that you've done something that isn't just focused on you, but it isn't something that's changed the whole world. And the reason I'm asking that question is as I ask you that, where do you think you sit? Does it sound incredibly exciting to you to have a safe, secure, financially free life and, and to live comfortably doing what you love to do for the rest of your life and retire at 65 and, and go fishing and play golf and, and hiking and maybe skiing in the winter and playing with your grandkids. Uh, and that sounds like an awesome life. For some people, that just sounds like heaven. For other people, that's a given. Yes, I want to do that. But 
I need to add value to my world. In one way, shape or form, I need to do something that's going to make other people have a better life. So this is usually for people who work for somebody else. You get paid a wage, you go and do your job, you do a good job so you get paid well and you can live a nice, comfortable life. If you want to create something, invent something, be something, do something, that's usually uh, entrepreneurial and or self-motivated, self-inspired, self-driven, and that usually takes either your own business or you've got to, you become an individual entity because you're going to do something amazing. If you're going to change the world, not sure you can do that by yourself, and I'm not saying that's not possible, but if you have a look at all the things that have changed our world, it's usually a group of people working together, but there's been a driver, there's been a leader. So the Apple organization, there's no, no one will deny this, that Steve Jobs, was, Steve Jobs was the driving force for that company to be successful. And even when the, the board of directors fired him <laughs> from his own company, he, it was still his company, he was still in love with it, and he came back and resurrected it. And of course, uh, pretty much the rest is history. It's one of the most successful companies in the world. Uh, someone like Walt Disney, where Disney is a very influential company in our world today. It has international reach. Uh, there are people from all over the world who want to go to Disneyland, Disney World. People all over the world purchase Disney products. They watch Disney television and Disney movies and listen to Disney music. Very influential company. And I'm not sure that Walt Disney had a, a dream and a goal to change the world, but he has. <laughs> and... For some people, that is that is the ultimate thing to be able to do, that something that you've done has added such massive value to the world or it's done something so amazing that it's changed the world. The reason I think these questions are so important is if you want to do this, you want to change the world and you only have a nice, safe, secure life, is it possible that you'll be regretful? Is it possible that if you want to live a nice, safe, secure life and somebody's pushing you to change the world and open your own business and be entrepreneurial and, and, and change the community and influence the government, that you might get a bit annoyed with that and it becomes a bit scary and a bit frustrating and a bit stressful. And if somebody's pushing you or driving you to try and change the world, so someone might say to you, you're really smart, you've got a high IQ, you might have a lot of money, you might have a lot of influence, and people are pushing you to do something that will add value to the community or to the country or to the world, and you just want to live your life with your kids, with your family, and have a wonderful life. And anything past that becomes stressful and annoying. So how do we make sure that we're doing exactly what we want to do? And could that be a really good, and I call it self-analysation, even though that word doesn't exist. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? What do you want? What will make you happy? And I'm very hesitant when I ask that question because is it possible to be happy and then everything else else comes along because too many people say to me I'll be happy if and when I'll be happy if I get a new job I'll be happy if I had more money I'll be happy when I get a better relationship I'll be happy if I lose weight I'll be happy when my life's better uh, is it possible that if you're a positive happy person that that your life is more likely to be better there's just some questions to consider but if you have a look at what will make you satisfied with your life to look back over your life without regret and I heard a great quote just today, live your life in such an exciting way and do so many things so that when you look back over your life, you've got a stack of stories to tell, uh, your own stories. So when you're sitting down with your grandkids or 
you're and I've, I remember seeing this in Sardinia in Italy with people that are over a hundred and they're sitting almost in conference with their family and friends and the people at the bar and the you know the community and the village are all sitting around the, the hundred year olds who are telling stories about all the amazing things they've done in the, in their life because they've had a hundred they have had a hundred years of living wow so how are you going to live your life so that you have no regrets? How are you going to live your life so that you're not stressed or angry? And what is interesting is that the people that have accepted that this is how I'm going to live my life. And I use some examples of visiting third world countries where people have nothing. They have no money. Their house is concrete bricks with dirt on the floor. They have candlelight in the nighttime. They're just getting by from one day to the next. And I've driven through some of those villages and stopped and talked to people who are so incredibly happy. And maybe that's because... Uh, happiness doesn't come from things. <laughs> uh, maybe happiness doesn't come from money. Maybe happiness doesn't come from uh, comparing yourself to other people. Is it possible that happiness comes from having a great day today and creating wow memories today and being passionate about being alive today and then waking up tomorrow morning and being passionate about being alive? Is it possible that this middle bit, this average, comfortable, okay, ordinary can be where there's some real challenges. Or worse than that, you're living in average, ordinary and okay, you want more, uh, you're not happy with what you've got, but you're not prepared to do what's required. And there, there is a definite list of things required if you want to be a champion, if you want to be a winner, if you want to be successful, if you want to be financially free, if you want to have a successful business, you want to be a successful sports person, artist, uh, musician, there's, there's a list of things that you have to do. There's no doubt about that. But the people that are doing that have never thought, oh, this is so hard. I've got this big, horrible list of things I have to do today to be successful. It seems that there's a driving force, a purpose. I want to do this, so the training, the education, the learning, I want to do it. I'm excited about it. Uh, has this ever happened to you? And it's certainly a lot of my max exercise professionals and business people share this with me. Like me, they hated school. They couldn't make sense of what school was about. They never got good marks at school. They were in trouble at school. They were rebellious at school. They got bored at school. But as soon as they started studying something that they were passionate about, uh, it was easy to study the human body because you want to know how the human body works. It's easy. It's exciting. There's no challenge. There's no hassle. And that's my whole point and the whole reason for this question. Who are you and what is it that's the driving force inside you that will give you a purpose to do all the things that you want to do without it being hard? Uh, it's, it's, it's not about doing what your family wants you to do. Is it possible it's not about doing it for the money? Is it possible it's not about doing it for the power or the prestige or the fame? And a lot of people are driven by that. I want to be famous or I want to have lots of money or I want to have lots of Facebook friends. Or There's a lot of reasons why people do stuff. But that's not my question. My question is, who are you, regardless of what's going on around you? What are you the most passionate about? And I always ask this question because it's the number one reason why every successful person in the world, and when I use the word success, you know it's always for these four things. They're healthy, fit, and strong. They've got a career or business that they love. They're financially free, and they've got great people in their life. To me, that's kind of the perfect package. And they all share this. Here's the sweet spot. For that to happen, 
They're doing what they love. They're doing what they're passionate about. They're doing the thing that they would do for free. That's the really big one. Nobody I've ever met who's super successful at what they do has done it for the money. Steve Jobs didn't do it for the money. Walt Disney didn't do it for the money. The Google guys didn't do it for the money. Uh, pick any company that's been successful where the driving visionary force of starting that company, it was never about the money. It was about, I want to do something special for my world or I want to do something special for me and I would do it for free. So if you live in that sweet spot where you're doing what you're the most passionate about, you do the education training and learning because you want to, not because you have to, and then it turns out that that whatever it is that you do, whether it's a product or a service or a skill or a talent, uh, that adds massive value to people's lives. Uh, I just uh, today watched an entire concert of two guys uh, called the Two Cellos. And normally the instrument, the cello, the, the, the string instrument, uh, is something that's in an orchestra. But these two guys have turned cello playing into a wow experience. And now they've traveled the world, two brothers playing the cello to sold out stadiums all over the world. They're, they're doing something they're passionate about. Yes, they, they're good at it. But is it possible that the training, the learning, and the education becomes really easy because you're doing something that you love? So why am I asking all of these questions and why do I want you to be successful and happy? Uh, I have to, as I shared before, I have to be careful of that. I'm asking because I would love you to be doing what you love to do. I would love you to live a life that makes you happy and I would love you to look back over your life without any regrets. And obviously, I think you can tell by my voice that that comes from doing passion, passionate things, doing what you love. And then is it possible that passion then becomes the driving force? How come you can wake up early in the morning? How come you can study? How come you can run? How come you can constantly learn? How come you, you're committed and focused and disciplined? Because I'm doing what I'm passionate about. Shouldn't that be the answer? So a very personal question from my heart to yours so that you don't ever look back over not one day of your life with regret. Wouldn't it be beautiful if you could look back at every day, every week, every month, every year in your entire lifetime and say, hey, <laughs> I had a great day today. Oh, what a great month I've had. Wow, I've had a fantastic year. It's been my best year ever until next year. And then you one day peacefully die in your sleep knowing that you've done all the things that you wanted to do and you've lived your life with passion and focus and commitment and discipline and loved every single day. I would love that for everybody. I'd love it for you. How about you?